Hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. Um, Herman, can I do my yes. questions? Yes, of course. <laughs> anyway, hello and welcome back to Burning Questions. I am Bali and today I have two amazing guests. Um, Peggy Mahlobo, who is an analyst for the Center for Risk Analysis, and Herman, who is a very close friend of mine. Um, hi guys, welcome to Burning Questions. <laughs> Hi, Bali. How's it happening? Hi, Bali. Hi, Becky. It's good. It's good to uh, to tackle. I mean, th- th- when when we called this thing "burning questions," we didn't think things were actually going to burn uh, about the questions, but here we are. <laughs> you know what? Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, guys, today's question is: What is causing unemployment in South Africa? And we're going to start with you, Mr. Mashobo. What causes unemployment in South Africa? Yeah, so there are a lot of factors in consideration when it comes to the causes of unemployment in the country. The most prominent one is a slow economy. Slow growth equals low employment, which equals a lot of people losing jobs and losing income. They can't sustain themselves and their families. Over the past decade, South Africa has had stagnant growth, stagnant economic levels. In fact, our GDP levels have struggled to be above that of 1% mainly due to our electricity concerns, as well as that of the policies that is implemented by a ruling government. What is interesting is that if you look at the history of South Africa from 1994 until where we find ourselves today, we've had one party, but within that party, we had a change in the way of thinking in the ANC. Early administration of the ANC under the leadership of Nelson Mandela and Thabo Mbeki implemented policies that enabled South Africa to grow at levels comparable to emerging markets such as levels of about 3 to 5% of GDP in 2004 until 2007. That translated in the doubling of employment levels in the country from 8 million in 1994 until 14.5 million in 2007. Subsequent to that period, we had the stagnating of employment levels in the country to where they currently are right now at about 14.9 million. Think about it, over the past 10 years, we've only increased employment levels by about 500,000 people. That's a stagnant growth in employment levels. Another factor that needs to also be considered in that is that our poor education levels over the past 10 years, which about only 5% of matriculants passed math with a pass rate of 50% in grade 12. That is an important figure because a math pass rate of 50% allows them to get education in universities. And we see that in, through the data that people with university degrees have a 70% a chance of being employed in the labor market. And unfortunately, only 50,000 of original 2008 grade, uh, grade one class only pass mathematics with a 50% pass net once they get to matric. So that's another factor. Also, just one last point before I take up Herman's airtime, <laughs> is that not only do we improve you know, employment opportunities in the country through bettering skills through bettering our education levels, but we do that in the labor market itself. We need to incentivize employment in the labor market. And unfortunately, in the height of a youth unemployment rate of about 75%, the Ramaphosa administration implements policies that increase minimum wages, acting as a barrier on new employment, especially amongst the youth. At this point, especially with what we saw last week, it is utter recklessness that we see from the ruling government. So those are the factors that have led South Africa to where we currently are with an unemployment crisis and unfortunately the destruction of jobs. Okay, Peggy, can you maybe tell us what is the current unemployment rate in South Africa? So 
The current unemployment rate is currently sitting at about 43%. That's under the expanded definition. That's about 11.4 million South Africans that are unemployed. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, yeah, sorry. What is under the the what what? The official. Yes. So yes, yes, I'm, I was about to explain that. So, okay. So let's go. Yes. So I've quoted, <laughs> I've quoted the expanded definition. The reason why I quote the expanded definition more than the uh, narrow definition, the official definition that is that a lot of people quote, is that the expanded yeah. definition includes discouraged work seekers. And this is a dangerous trend that we're seeing over the past ten years. Is that we're seeing an increased proportion of South Africans giving up the aspirations of employment in the country largely due to employment opportunities in the country being on a decline. That's largely coming from the policies that is enacted by the ANC. So that's why I quote the expanded definition. Okay. All right. Thank you for that, Becky. Um, Herman, let me come to you. So how can one now make all that Becky the Economist has said? So that's his new name, Becky the Economist. Um, how do I then make it make sense to maybe someone that I meet on the streets or we're just having a chat with a friend? Give us tips as to how we can go about this conversation. I think one can almost go back to basics. You know, people have this idea that economics is highly technical and highly financial and all about stats and data. And that's yeah. true to a, certain uh, to a certain extent. But at the core of economics, it's a choice-driven thing. It's what are people choosing to do? What are they choosing to spend their money on? So the question we have is almost the, the wrong way around. We shouldn't be asking what's killing jobs or what's destroying jobs. We should be asking why do jobs exist in the first place? Um, so that takes us to a very basic point of if you, if someone confronts you and says, I don't have a job, the first question you should ask them, and you probably know the answer, is do you want a job? Because if they want a job, that means, and they mean it, that means someone is saying no to them. Somewhere in the society, in the economy, someone is saying to them, no, you can't have a job. It can either be in the way of, of, of you know, licensing, uh, that you need a specific license to be a hairdresser or a taxi driver. So it can be at that basic level of occupational licensing where the government is saying to you, you want to work, you have the skill set, no. We're telling you no. Or it can be at the racial level where uh, a, a poor black South African might say, I want a job, but BEE benefiting the elites, BEE standing for blatant elite enrichment, that BEE system is saying to a young poor black South African, no. Um, or it can be at a market level where if you say, I want to bake butterfly-shaped donuts, and you bake them, and then people don't want to buy them, your customers are telling you no. Of the three of those no's in South Africa, the one that you can do something about is the last one. In any economy in the world, if clients or customers don't want to buy your stuff, if they are saying no to you, that means that's a bit a you problem. You have to figure out, I have skills. How can I use my skills and my time to satisfy the needs of other people 
so that they will give me money in return. Because boom, that's a job. You've got a job there. If you can identify a need, you can identify a way of fulfilling that need, and you can convince someone to pay you to fulfill that need, boom, you've got a job. So the question shouldn't be what's killing jobs. It's what's saying no to job creation. We've got things like the minimum wage is saying, I want to work, you want to hire me, I want to work at a bit less than the minimum wage, so the minimum wage is saying no. And we had an episode about this with Gabriel Krauser a few weeks ago, where it's not that simple. I mean, there are ways in which the minimum wage can actually function, roughly when I think it's a, a third of the average or a third of the median income. I can't exactly remember the steps. But the question that you should ask in a conversation, especially with someone who doesn't have a job, is what is stopping what is stopping you? Because if they say, I don't have the skills, then you have to say, my friend, you're not going to get the skills at the South African education system. So you have to either discover those skills or teach them to yourself. So if they are stay being said no by the skill set problem, they can fix that. It's a difficult thing to fix. And it's a cruel situation that our education system isn't fixing that specific no. But that's something that you need to start. You need to be able to offer something people are willing to pay money for. From that point on, it becomes the responsibility of government. Are they going to say to you, no, you can't do that job? No, you can't do that job. Up to a point where you can actually begin to practice your job. If you then fail and lose your job because the market said no to you, it's because you misread what people need in your community. So it's a long, silly, rambling answer to essentially look at the question. If you want to understand why you don't have a job, somewhere there's an obstacle stopping you from getting that job if you really want it. If it's your skills, we need to upskill. Government isn't doing that. If it's regulations allowing people to start doing jobs, then we need to change those regulations. If it's the fact that people don't have access to your goods because they can't safely drive into the city where you sell your stuff, we need to fix that problem. The big issue of what's the cause of unemployment sounds so massive, but if you start breaking it down in asking yourself which bit of society, which bit of the system is saying no, to someone who wants a job, then you can start understanding how can we get to a point of making jobs real. Hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Herman, uh, for taking us through that journey. <laughs> well, it was a long journey. I, 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 I'm now very curious to hear whether Becky thinks I'm at all right. Uh, Becky, what do you think? Uh, do you have anything else to add on what Herman No, I, I, I completely agree with Herman there. I think mm -hmm. if I were to draw what it was, what Herman is saying there is that basically what we're seeing here is that a lot of South Africans um, do want employment. They want to get a job and sustain themselves. In fact, the most important thing, the most pressing issue on an average South African's mind is unemployment, mm -hmm. addressing unemployment. And um, am I able to get a job to sustain myself as well as my family? I think what we're establishing here as to what is the preventing, what is preventing that from happening as well as what is preventing uh, in, uh, unemployment levels to decline as well as employment levels to increase, at this point uh, is traced down to according to what policies the government is following. Not only from a consumer's perspective are we seeing a decline in consumer activity when we talk about such things as unemployment as well as consumer confidence, but as well as from the business side, 
It is getting harder and harder each and every day for businesses in South Africa to establish themselves and to sell their markets to to sell their goods to the market. Whether it is through policy, hostile policies, which we've seen over the past 10 years, as well as that causing poverty levels and that poverty levels fanning the flames of desperation and lawlessness that we saw as of yesterday. Sorry, I just hit my mic there. That's what you call a mic drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Literally drop mic. Sorry, my bad. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah. No worries. So those care. are the factors. Those are the factors that unfortunately knock employment levels in the country. And Molly, can I quickly say a last thing here about the expanded versus narrow definition of yes. unemployment? The, the main difference is that on the expanded one, you don't include people who have in the last few weeks stopped looking for a job. Mm-hmm. The, the narrow definition of, of what is now, I can't exactly remember it, is people who are looking for jobs who can't find them. So let yes. no one ever say, that people are not looking for jobs, that South Africans are just lazy. Yeah, some yeah. of them are. Some of them are, and some of them are discouraged. Right. But the fact that we can say at least 35% of people are actively looking for jobs means somewhere, somewhere, someone is saying no to them. And if we want to fix unemployment, we should get rid of the no's that are standing in people's way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys? Thank you, thank you so much um, for joining me and helping me answer this question. I hope you at home, um, these two gentlemen, have said and and told y'all what causes unemployment in South Africa. Otherwise, guys, we'll catch you next week, Wednesday at 6 p.m. on YouTube, Instagram, and on Facebook. Bye.